Welcome to Buzzworthy. My name is Shalacia Harris, your host. Today I'm here to kick off a really important series. We know tomorrow is March 8th, International Women's Day, and we want to make sure that we are creating a pulse of inspiration of women coming from our own communities here in Hamilton that showcase the great things that can come together when women are solving problems, they are breaking biases and breaking boundaries. I'm just going to read this quick little paragraph from the International Women's Day website, and it says, Imagine a gender equal world, a world free of bias, stereotypes, and discrimination, a world that's diverse, equitable, and inclusive, a world where difference is valued and celebrated, and together we can forge women's equality. Collectively, we can all break the bias. Let's start with our first woman that's making a big difference by being a community connector. Here's Khadija. Okay, Khadija, thank you so much for joining us today um, to talk about Melanin Market. But before we get there, tell us a little bit more about you. Thank you so much for having me. And once again, my name is Khadija Hamidou, and I am just living life in Hamilton and just really enjoying the, the complete community here. Um, I actually moved here from Toronto, Ontario, uh, I want to say even like 10 years ago at this point. Um, and I came here to go to McMaster University. I came, I saw, I conquered. Um, I was able to have get two degrees at Mac, actually, thankfully, um, in sociology and anthropology and just really transitioning over to uh, community developing. So one thing that I really wanted to focus on was uh, youth in the Hamilton region primarily. So I really started off there doing a lot of volunteering um, and then I started working with um, some programs, some youth programs in the Hamilton region, and then I transitioned over to uh, the homeless population in the Hamilton region as well, working with uh, the Wesley uh, Center and, you know, really just getting a better understanding of the landscape of Hamilton and what Hamilton really brings to the table. And from there, I really learned that, you know, it's such a unique city and I completely fell in love with it and I never left. So... Um, yeah, now I'm a McMaster alumni and, you know, I'm working with Workforce Planning Hamilton as the executive director. Honestly, I just, I, once again, just finding how unique the city is and really wanting to be a part of the developmental stages of Hamilton and really bringing the city uh, to life. Awesome. So there's, there's so much here. Um, to unpack really, but the first thing I want to get out of the way is Hamilton home now. Yes. Hamilton, Hamilton is home, home. now. I Absolutely. I, I am, like I said, I'm in the, I'm in the west side of Hamilton and I just really fell in love with like all the hiking and all the waterfalls in the Hamilton region. And, you know, I'm a tourist, so I had to, I had to really connect with the, the landscape of it all and, and the, the greenery of Hamilton. And it just really connected with me and I, I haven't left since. 
That's amazing. We're so glad to have you here. Um, oh, I yeah. actually came to Hamilton for the first time um, 15 years ago, and I've left, but I've always come back. So for me, Hamilton is home as well. And like you said, it is a very unique city. It has so many opportunities for anyone that wants to do anything really. And it's um, it's positioned in a way that it's very comfortable. It's very accessible. Um, and some of the work that you're doing through workforce planning, Hamilton and um, Melanin Market really shows and brings a lot of those like really great parts of Hamilton to life. But before Absolutely. we jump into um, Melanin Market a little bit, tell us about workforce planning Hamilton and how you ended up there and what is workforce planning Hamilton? So our audience has a better understanding of some of the things you're already doing in the community. Absolutely. Um, so how I got into workforce planning Hamilton, I think it was just the shift of me going from community developing during the pandemic. Uh, so once 2020 hits and you know all of all of COVID took over, um, I really stopped myself and thought you know, is this the path that I want to go on regarding my career? And at the time, I was once again, really focused on um, really focused on youth and childcare and and really trying to create programs um, in the Burlington area, as well as the Hamilton area. And then I once COVID hit, I was like, I don't know if this is the direction I want to go into. I want to go back into community developing. I want to go back into really being hands deep in the Hamilton region. So um, I actually started off with community living and it was such a great experience. And I guess through the work that I was doing there, um, I was, I workforce planning Hamilton found me. <laughs> um, and it was just such a, such a beautiful connection. And I saw, you know, what the vision and the mission was for, for the, um, for workforce planning Hamilton. And it really just collided with the work that I was currently doing. So a little bit more about workforce planning Hamilton is that we are leaders in local workforce development. Um, so we provide evidence-based analysis and engaging a broad range of labor market stakeholders. We are very much community connectors in that way. And I always use that terminology of community connectors because we have um, labor market information, but it's through our partnerships with other Hamilton organizations that really get the ground rolling regarding how to better our community. So Workforce Planning Hamilton is a leader in transforming local labor market information into workforce planning uh, solutions that contribute to a prosperous and diverse Hamilton community. And that is where I really saw that I could bring, I can contribute to uh, what already is happening with Workforce Planning Hamilton and then just take it to the next level. So I'm so happy to be um, a part of the leadership here um, at Workforce Planning Hamilton. Being an executive director is, is always something that, you know, was on my to-do list. So um, I'm really happy and grateful to be a part of it. That's incredible. And um, I've definitely learned a lot more about Workforce Planning Hamilton with some of the things you just said. And the term community connector, I think is absolutely fantastic because yeah. if you are the center of the community, you're the center of sort of helping drive the economy within Hamilton itself, um, create those opportunities 
for people of different ages and different demographics, regardless of, you know, where they are in life, they can participate in the economy through the workforce, which is really exciting because we know we consistently want to help develop the city, create those opportunities for newcomers, for folks that were born here, and everyone in between. So that's fantastic. So clearly your passion is in community and development and creating a space where people can come and thrive. Would you say that's sort of the root of where Melanin Market sort of started? Absolutely. Once again, going back to that terminology of community connector is having being able to connect with people who also look like you as well. So, um, you know, I, I always tell this story of me walking down James Street and really trying to pinpoint Black-owned businesses in the Hamilton region. And it was just actually this one Ghanaian shop that I always go to for, you know, my groceries. And I said, this is an amazing place and I want to bring light to it. So it was actually that one shop that really brought Melanin Market to life because I said, I want to be able to really spotlight, you know, these black owned businesses downtown. Um, so I was walking down the street and actually just almost a year ago today, we actually just celebrated our one year um, anniversary for Melanin Market and, um, you know, just really wanting to find these businesses and bring bring that highlight to their their page or whether if it's through their Instagram page or just, you know, really pinpointing the location that they're at and saying, hey, you know, there's there's this business out here that is doing amazing work. And, you know, just to put a plus sign on it, they are black owned. So it is connecting with people who, you know, who are very similar to you in some type of capacity, and then also being able to have this community form around you. Um, and, and I think that's where really, where Melanin Market really came from. And it just one, I wanted to find my community within the Hamilton region. Um, and, and, and I was able to really get that through Melanin Market. I was able to connect with so many black owned businesses, so many black creators, um, and, and then it really expanded to not only just Black people, but all BIPOC in the in the Hamilton region, which was amazing because then I was able to connect with artists and I was able to connect with, um, you know, poets as well. And I think it's it was just something to really educate myself. And then through that education, I was able to really be able to bring that back out to the community in some type of capacity. So that's really where, where uh, Melanin Market stemmed from. And, you know, there's so much more that, you know, I would love to do with this community page and eventually form it into some type of business, but then as well, being able to once again, educate Hamilton and showcase, hey, you know, we are, we are black and we are proud and we are out here. And, you know, it's time to really showcase what we have to offer um, in, in, in Hamon. That's amazing. It's it's really always interesting to me how these very simple mundane experiences that people have on a regular basis that usually are sort of an inflection point to realize something that's so important. This is a problem that you had. You're like, I want to find more, you know, 
black owned businesses, because I want to see sort of that representation in myself um, with the businesses I do support and knowing there's a lot around social justice, especially around the time Melanin Market was formed. Do you think that played a role in you really trying to get that off of the ground a lot faster? Absolutely. Um, we know that Black Lives Matter has really brought a huge spotlight into these stories and experiences of Black people in the Hamilton region and provincially wide, all of Canada, all over the world. Um, and as I walked through the Hamilton region, I didn't see that representation as much as I, I wanted to. Um, and I see that growing every single day since the day that I created Melanin Market. I see that, you know, the conversation grows every single day more and more. Um, and But yeah, that was ultimately the goal was to really be able to piggyback on the work that everybody else has been doing in the Black community regarding uh, awareness and, and really bringing light to the talent that is also here in the Hamilton region. I think that when we think of Hamilton, you know, we have these top legends um, that are not necessarily Black in, in, in Hamilton. So I was like, you know what? There is there we're out here and we're we're here to shine and I want to create that platform to help these individuals shine right so yeah absolutely you know I think with um, us being able to share our experiences and our stories um, whether through its systemic racism to you know just black joy I think it all between is is where we really need to uh, continue the conversation and I hope through Melanin Market we can do that. That's awesome. It's it's great when you can see um, that greater good come out of some of the things that you've started and ultimately come out of a of a problem that you identified yourself. And like a lot of people like yourself that start passion projects or start a business and convert it to a business, um, that's that's where it thrives and that passion keeps you going. What is one thing you would say as you continue to develop Melanin Market really drove that passion um, for you to keep going? Because we know it's hard work. It's time consuming. You are, you know, a leader on Workforce Planning Hamilton. What is keeping you going when your time is minimal? We all only have 24 hours in a day. Um, I think it's just, as you said, the, the passion of it all. Um, I think me being able to just walk down the streets of Hamilton, I think it just takes me back to that community developer days of mine where I was just walking down the streets and really trying to see, you know, how I could uplift people in, in the region. So um, through Melanin Market, I've been able to do that, whether if it's through, you know, just going down on King Street and seeing black murals at this point and reposting them, or um, seeing, you know, uh, a black business that, you know, is just in the deep corner and no one really pays attention to it and taking a picture and saying, hey, Spotlight Friday coming up with, you know, um, a black owned business that many people are not familiar with. I think that's what honestly keeps me going is being able to bring smiles to the community and say, wow, I didn't know that this was here. And I said, well, here it is, you know, go on the page and check it out and take that link and really connect with them yourself. Right. It's not doesn't have to necessarily be through melanin market, but having that platform to really link and bridge the gap is what's important to me. So as I said, I think I also have that 
that artistic ability and that innovator um, mindset where it's like, I have to keep going. I have to keep the ball rolling where it's, where it's, you know, it is helping people and it is um, creating conversations about um, our, the black community in Hamilton. So I can't stop now. I got to keep going. I got to keep taking pictures of all these new um, innovative ideas that are happening in Hamilton. I got to keep reposting uh, new workshops and, and, um, you know, new organizations or even organizations that are doing a lot of different innovative um, ideas. So just, just keep the ball going. And it, no matter what, I think it's, it's still a passion project in that sense, where it's, I'm so passionate to continue and really put out um, content uh, mm -hmm. on a daily basis, whether if it's through my stories or through a post. So it's, it's still fun to me. And just as long as it's fun and it's something that I really enjoy doing, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep going. So what I pictured in my mind as you were kind of saying this, I just imagine you, you know, driving around the city or walking around yeah. the city, <laughs> just on a scavenger hunt with no real goal in mind other than finding, you know, the businesses or the opportunities that sort of, you know, is in the shadow a little bit and, you know, yeah. removing that shadow and bringing it to light, which sounds really exciting. It sounds like something I'd love to just do on the weekend, you know, just walk yeah. around and rediscover. And then it's not just about, I just found this one great thing, but now I have this opportunity and this platform to share um, to the rest of the world and people that are interested in this as well. So how does Melanin Market work as a platform? Like what is the structure? How can people get involved outside of you simply identifying these potential um, opportunities and getting to know these businesses? If someone finds you, how can they how can they then engage to become a part of the melanin market community all i all i have to say is start the conversation um i am so open and willing to try anything and everything that revolves uh black people in the hamilton region bipoc um individuals as well so if you just send me a message on instagram just send me a dm slide in my dm and no problem like i I'm here to engage in conversation as a community developer. I think that's the one thing that we are constantly doing is engaging in conversations and really trying to understand where someone else is coming from. So if you send me a message saying, hey, this is what I'm interested in, and I would love to have this be uh, you know, a platform that we can showcase through Melanin Market, I am open ears always. Um, so always just send me an email, uh, whether if it's through, you know, melanomarket at gmail.com or, um, and once again, through Instagram, I'm constantly on Instagram because I'm always trying to find new and innovative ideas that are happening in the Hamilton region. Uh, so once again, just always reach out. And if you have an idea, feel free to, I'm, I hope I'm easily approachable in that sense, but just send me a message and we can get this conversation going. Amazing. So it seems pretty accessible. Anyone can reach out, send you a message on Instagram. Is Instagram sort of your main platform or are you on other platforms as well? 
Um, I am also starting I, with TikTok as well. Uh, you know, you got to reach the, the youngins as well. <laughs> so TikTok, um, Melanin Market as well, and uh, Facebook is, is the way to go for, for right now. But I am hoping to develop a website soon um, and within due time. And hopefully that would be another way to navigate that conversation as well as connect. Awesome. Awesome. So have you had any, you know, super successful stories where a business has said, hey, um, ever since you've spotlighted me on Spotlight Friday or just posted me or did a story about me, you know, my business has increased this much more. People are reaching out much more. What are some of those stories? Yeah, I had a really great connection with um, Chef Rain. Um, this is really early beginning stages of Melanin Market, maybe just a month or two in. Um, and uh, Chef Rain was the first one of the first people that I did a spotlight on. This is back in the day, even though it was just like a year ago. But Spotlight Fridays was a really the way that I started out. Um, and, you know, hopefully we'll be able to bring that back. Side note, but um, Chef Rain, I, I reached out to Chef Rain and I saw the work that uh, she was doing and I said, like, let me, let me give you a spotlight, like no problem at all. And, um, you know, once we did that spotlight, I think um, she reached out to me maybe a few days later saying, thank you so much for the spotlight. I actually got a interview with the Hamilton spec because of the work that you did. Um, and I knew from then I was doing the right thing. And it just made me push to want to do more and want to outreach. And, you know, I, I feel like sometimes when you have those moments, um, it really encourages you because at times you're like, I don't know if this is the right thing that I want to do. I don't know if this is the right direction that I want to go into. But then having that one comment from that one individual saying, you really helped put a spotlight on my business is what really made me continue as what I was doing with Melanin Market. And it was such a great feeling to know that my small community page really was able to get all the way to the Hamilton spec and to have that interview with Chef Rain. So uh, shout out to Chef Rain as well. <laughs> uh, check out um, their, their page as well. And, and yeah, you know, it, it really started that conversation about you know, how can I bring light to other businesses um, as well? So it just really got me, it really got me going and it really made me feel like I was doing the right thing. So that was definitely a story that I, I always love to express because it just, sometimes you start to feel discouraged about the things that you're doing. Maybe you're not getting the right attention or the, the attention that you feel like you deserve at that point. But having that one person come to you and say, the work that you're doing really helped me in this way. I think is always, always going to be uplifting in some type of capacity to, to keep you going as well. And have you had those moments where you're just like, this is taking up so much time of mine and not getting the attention that I want. Um, maybe it's time to shut down or maybe it's time to step away. Like, has that crossed your mind? And what did you decide was sort of that break in point where I continue or I keep going. I continue or I just stop here. Yeah, I, I had a few of those moments. Um, actually, I, I decided to move to Montreal for about three months uh, last year. And I, it was my birthday and I'm like, I'm getting out of the city. Uh, you know, COVID's just doing the most right now. And um, I decided to, to leave Ontario. Um, and so I 
I was like, okay, this is going to be my opportunity to like maybe just take a little breather from melanin markets um, and just really explore the city and really just find myself again. Because I think throughout COVID, I think a lot of people have had this experience where it's just so draining and you need to like almost find yourself again and really figure out what you want to do for yourself. Um, and that lasted about a day or two until I found black owned businesses in Montreal and I started melanin market Montreal. <laughs> it was, it was definitely something that I did for like the three months that I was there, just really connecting with people again. And I, I realized I'm like, you know what, there is really no stopping this. I can take breaks here and there, absolutely. Everybody deserves a break once in a while, but even within those breaking moments of, you know, I need a rest and I really need to like gather my thoughts, my thoughts always go back to Melanin Market and what I could do regarding Melanin Market. So uh, yeah, you know, it definitely happens here and there, but I know that I, I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. Maybe a break for a day, <laughs> but definitely not not anything that was gonna stop me from continuing doing what I love to do, which was to 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 bring up black people and say and connect with black people and say, you know, this you're doing such an amazing job. I would love to showcase this on my page and in some type of form, whether if it's through a live or whether if it's through a spotlight Friday, um, and through other ventures uh, that that are possible here. So. Yeah, it, it definitely happens and you start to question yourself a little bit, but then you realize that you're like me personally, my mind always went back to what's next for, for melanin market. So yeah, it, it's, it's a true passion and I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. So what is next for melanin market? You've got melanin market, Hamilton, Montreal, yeah. what's our next city? What should we be expecting? Well, I don't know about the next city yet, but we're, we're going, we're sticking back to Hamilton. Um, Melanie Market Montreal was just a little fun thing that I did uh, while I left the city. But if I ever do leave the city, I will continue uh, bringing light to black owned businesses, no matter where I am. Um, but in the Hamilton region, uh, back to Hamont, um, you know, we're starting back with, as these restrictions start to, to dwindle down a little bit, uh, we're starting back with Melanin Conversations. So Melanin Conversations is a platform that I just randomly created. I was going out with my my girlfriends and, you know, we had our wine Wednesdays and I noticed that the conversation that we really had and we really continued doing was about professionalism and what it was like being professional and black in, in the Hamilton region. And I said, we can't be the only ones that are experiencing this at this point. So why don't we open up our, our friendship circle into a larger platform? And that's where I created Melanin Conversations to invite people to really join us just for, you know, a drink in the Hamilton region after work to really just be able to have a safe space to talk about your experiences regarding your profession, whether you're uh, through your career um, and just having you know, people to really lean on to and really uh, empathize, uh, empathize with regarding, you know, their experiences, whether if it's through, you know, trying to find the right lighting for, on Zoom or hearing these microaggression comments, um, you know, in your workplace. I think it's important to have people um, of similar, you know, backgrounds and the similar experiences come together and really just try to share stories um, and, and really have people to really to understand what you're going through. So Melanin uh, Conversations started up in uh, 
December of 2021. Uh, we had a few sessions already and, you know, with the pandemic, we put a pause on it because, you know, the restaurants weren't open, but now that everything's back up and, you know, we have to get our, our little wine fixing here and there, but we're, we're, we're going to come back and we would hope to have, you know, as many people be a part of that conversation as possible. Um, but overall, it's just about what it is being black and professional. I think that's, that's great to constantly see you creating new things and, you know, creating these platforms. And it, it really goes back to, I think, a huge fundamental part of maybe who you are as that community connector. And I love that because everything you say is being demonstrated. And I know a lot of people say a lot of things um, and don't really deliver on it. And it's, and it's fantastic to see that, you know, what you're saying is what you're doing. And that is yeah. truly like your passion. And it comes to life in that way for anyone looking to start a passion project or, you know, what you're doing right now is a more, um, you know, really core community development. And like you said, core connection of different people and bringing different minds to light and bringing people that can level on the same background that may not have that space to chat in that may not have a space that they feel is comfortable for them to express themselves and share certain experiences. It's it's really fantastic that you continue to do that. But with someone wanting to just start their own, because this podcast is about, you know, people that come up with ideas, that fix problems, that started something that's making a difference. How can someone that has a passion project similar to yours or any sort of passion project just even get started from thought? to beginning the execution of it and then continue going? I think the one advice that I, I would give to anyone who's trying to start up a passion project is to take the day and really just focus on what you would like to do. And then just, as, as Nike always says, just do it. I am a huge believer in just going after what you want and really just trying to even if it starts off small, Melon Market started off really small. We, we started following people and we really started to see, you know, what was happening in the Hamilton region. And I, the first week I learned so much and it made me understand what the direction that I wanted to go into. So starting it off and just going for it, go with your gut feeling and really just try to create something that you feel is, is, is connected to yourself and connected to your passion and then really put that out there for the community to see. And we're, we're not done yet. Melanin Market, there's a lot more to do. We're, we're leaning into events, right? And I think that goes back to that entrepreneurship uh, piece where I started off as a community page and I would love to you know expand this into a business, but I just don't know how to get to that space. So what I'm doing is I'm just doing it. I'm just starting it out and I'm just connecting with people who are also very like-minded to say, how can we partner together to get this done? And, and then eventually, hopefully by this summer, we'll start doing more events, right? So we start off with, you know, melanin conversations and just having these, you know, small group 
meetups, but then bringing it back to life and going to the place where we're having melanin markets, right? Like just period. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's just about for people who are thinking about starting their passion project, just do it. Just start it off, whether if it's through connecting and creating a logo on Canva, um, just start something that you feel like you're passionate about, put it out there for other people to see. And by then, once you feel like it's out there in the public, you'll start you'll start continuing doing the work. You'll start it because it is something that you feel passionate about. And whether if it's through the likes on Instagram or the followers that you have, that doesn't matter necessarily. It's about doing what you feel is important to yourself and important to your community and putting that out there. So that would be the advice that I would give uh, someone who's starting it out is just do it. Just do it and just start. Definitely love that logo. Sometimes it's the one thing that gets me out of bed sometimes when it's like a Sunday morning and like, I just want to stay here for, you know, maybe two more hours, but it's already 12 o'clock. So you probably should get out of bed. Exactly. (laughs) It's time to just get up and do it. (laughs) Just get up and do it. And, you know, sometimes we need a reason to, to get up and do it. And You've, you've really told us a lot of that reason. And if I sort of summarize that, it's really about finding your passion, knowing what you truly care about day in, day out, and returning to that passion at the end of the day, regardless of what that daily experience is. Because like you said, there are ups and there are downs, and that's a part of the journey. And you sort of have to learn to embrace it, enjoy it, and pick yourself up and keep going. And that's how you persevere. And it's great to see that, you know, this simple community um, organization you created. And I don't want to use the word simple to make it seem small in any way, but it's, it's super impactful, right? We've, we've, you've told us stories um, about how we get to that place of being, you know, feeling that what we're doing is, is actually providing real value. And that's what it is at the end of today is creating value for someone else. And that keeps you going at the end of today. We're all going to say, we're all going to get no's here and there, but you got to push through those no's and just, and just do it. Any final words? Yeah. I think the one thing that I want to emphasize again is that, you know, we get discouraged all the time. I think that there's so, and especially with social media, we're always comparing ourselves to others. I know I'm guilty of it myself and don't let those discouraging moments stop you from doing what you want to do. I think that's, that's what the biggest takeaway that I've had with Melanin Market is that, you know, I'm comparing myself here and there with other community pages and saying, you know, I could do that. And I, but you know, if you do want to do it, just do it. Right. So um, I think that's, that's the biggest takeaway that I have is to just not compare yourself to others and just really focus on what you love to do and what you're passionate about and bring that out there uh, for the world to see. Mm-hmm. And so this podcast is actually going to be aired um, in the month of March and you'll actually be spotlighted as one of our women for the month of March um, because women's day is in March. So how does you know, how do women who often feel that, you know, the odds are stacked against them 
Um, they don't have as many opportunities. People don't take them as seriously, however they feel um, or whatever is actually true. I don't know any hard stats right now that I can sort of recite, but how does someone, you know, sort of sort through those feelings, um, which are very real and very evident and their experiences speak to it? How can they sort through those things to get to where they want to be? I think really just evaluating what's important to you is, is first the key. So once you're able to evaluate that as a woman and say, you know, this is what I want to do, but the people that I'm currently interacting with are not necessarily giving me the encouragement that I deserve. And I think it's also realizing what you deserve is key as well. So realizing the people who are around you who are not maybe uplifting you in that necessary way that you feel like you need to be uplifted is also very important. So being able to leave that behind and move forward with um, any type of other encouragements that you possibly can have, I think is key. Um, one example that I can give is the, the uh, an organization that I used to work with really wanted me to stay where I was, right? I think it was just, you know, they were comfortable with the role that I had and I was doing the job that I, I needed to do and I was doing it well, but they didn't want to give me that career laddering opportunity. So, you know, a lot of women will stay in that role and say, you know, it's something that, um, it's something that's comfortable or it's something that I need to just to continue with life. But I, I'm, I'm a huge advocate of just trying to find something that you connect well with. So that would be the one advice that I would give to, to anybody in that, in that, in that emotional state where they feel like, you know, you know, they can't move forward is to, to just leave that behind and start anew um, and try to as much as you possibly can, whether if it's through, you know, starting to look for another job or whether it is starting to connect with other people who are very like-minded of you, um, like very like-minded, um, similar to yours. And I think that's what's important is just to continue having these conversations about what you would like to do and also really being able to lean on people who are uplifting you as well. Um, so mm -hmm. that would be, that would be the one thing that I would say. It's something that I had to take my own advice for um, when, when this pandemic started, I was like, I, I don't know if I can continue, you know, being within this organization. But then I realized, you know, I can, I, I'm going to try to venture out, you know what I mean? I can try to find other people and find other, you know, organizations that really match my vibe and see how I can prosper through them rather than, or creating something for yourself. We're talking about entrepreneurship, but you see that, you know, you're in a space where, um, what you're doing is currently not connecting with you emotionally um, and physically trying to start something new that you feel is, is the right direction that you want to go into. And once again, just, just trying it out um, and, and really seeing what you can, what you can do from that. That's fantastic. I, I think that's really great advice. And I think a lot of what that boils down to is being comfortable, being uncomfortable. And um, that's something I absolutely learned last year as well, too, is sometimes we're uncomfortable, but we look at ourselves as women sometimes as being strong and we need to prove ourselves as strong people. But when something truly is uncomfortable, we don't necessarily need to raise that threshold of 
discomfort in order for us to take action. So we should take action sooner. We should look at the options and the opportunities that are out there for us, whether, like you said, it is seeking a new position if it's a job you're looking for, because we know life has to continue. We have to pay our bills. Um, so that's really important. But even if you're taking that leap of faith, going into uh, more of an entrepreneurial stream where you have to start from zero and build yourself up, that is that is sort of a really pivotal point that you have to go through is, you know, knowing when you sometimes don't belong in a space anymore and you need to create a safer space for yourself because sometimes that does more damage and it doesn't make us stronger to stay in that space, but it actually makes us stronger to say, yes, this is not for me. I'm going to do better for myself. And it allows you to have more agency. And that's something I think is very, very um, impressive and powerful and, and something that you actually said is, um, you know, you, you took that opportunity and you, you recognize it. And I think a lot of people recognize these things within themselves and, um, it's scary to just take that leap of faith, but hopefully someone listening today will be able to, you know, hear your story and see all the different things that you've done. You're still working full time and you're also, you know, running Melanin Market and developing that community, adding on to Melanin Market with Melanin Chats. Is that what it's called? Melanin Conversations. Melanin well. Conversations. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah. And then and eventually it, venturing out to, to events, you know, and seeing mm -hmm. how we can, we can also bring more people to, uh, to the Hamilton region as well. But yeah, ultimately that's, that's yeah. the goal. <laughs> yeah. And I think what's really exciting, um, that you sort of said, and, and as I listen to you tell your story, it's, it's about starting somewhere and listening to what the need is and continue to address that need. And as long as that need and your passion really coincides, you'll have that drive to continue. And, and that's really great and inspiring to like see and hear as well. Absolutely. I think yeah. the one thing that for anybody listening is know your worth, know your worth and, and go from there. <laughs> Amazing. I think that's an incredible way for us to sort of kick off March as, you know, our women's month and we're going to celebrate women this month. So thank you so much, Khadija, um, for being here and chatting with us and helping us understand our worth and telling us a little bit, but a little bit more about your story that's going to allow, you know, hopefully someone or many people to take that leap of faith, bet on themselves, do something new, be comfortable being uncomfortable and um, change the trajectory of their lives for the positive. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me um, here today. And, you know, I think this conversation was amazing and I'm, I'm really glad to be a part of it. So uh, kudos to you for creating this platform for having women come in and speak about their experiences as well. Amazing. Thank you so much for being here. And I can't wait to be on Melanin Conversations. Yes. <laughs> Join us. Join us in this conversation. Absolutely. We would love to have you. 
All right. Fantastic. Well, if you want to know anything more about Melanin Market, check us out on our Instagram page at Hamilton Hive, and we will have all of their information there. And don't forget to join the conversation with Melanin Conversation and reach out to Khadija. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Okay. No, not bye to you. Thank you all for listening today. Give us a follow on social at at Hamilton Hive to stay tuned and know what's coming next. And if you have entrepreneurs or projects in your mind and you want to know their stories, let us know so we can reach out and help tell those stories that you want to hear more of. Finally, we want to thank our team of volunteers that make this podcast possible on a weekly basis. They are putting in the time, they're putting in these hours, and they are not paid for it. So huge shout out to Cesar Sardena, Harsh Patel, James Clark, Khaled Imam, Patricia Ford, and Ratri Tun. Our volunteers are listed on our website at at hamiltonhive.ca slash podcast and check them out. See you next time.